Good day, everyone. This is Martha Childress, and welcome to the Natural Choice Network, a local platform and meeting place where sustainable living comes live. Naturalchoice.net and the Natural Choice Network Web Companion Guide have many great ways for a conscious community to connect, stay up to date on green resources, natural health, natural food, and mind spirit. And you can also stay connected right here with me every Tuesday at half past noon on Alternative Talk 1150. Well, today I have Sarah Severn with Consulting Business Leadership for Climate Change to talk about this year's Go Green Conference, which after several delays, like what's happened to so many events that were scheduled over the summer and, and spring, is going virtual this September 8th and 9th. So welcome, Sarah. Thank you. Very good to be here. Yeah, so why don't you start off by giving us a bit of the history of the Go Green Conference. It's 10 years now, right? For those yeah. who may not be familiar with the event. Yes, 10, 10 years for Seattle, but actually um, the conference started back in 2008. In Portland. Well, in Portland. And, and I was there. <laughs> I think I was as well. So maybe we, we saw each other. Yeah. And um, Social Enterprises co-founded it you know, starting in Portland and, and their kind of intent really with the whole approach was to see how regional stakeholders could collaborate to create yeah. sustainable economies at scale. So that, mm -hmm. that was really the starting point. And then in 2010, the Seattle conference kicked off. Yeah, so, I think what's so cool about it, even from the conception, because even with everything going on in sustainability, um, it had to make economic sense too. And so it really brought all that together, as I say, and a really important bridge for community, um, you know, the local community and business and something that they could kind of, you know, you've been a really wonderful bridge for that. Well, yes. And it's always been about, you know, proving the business case for sustainability. Yeah. That was a huge emphasis. Yes, yes. And so, so important. And so um, how, how are you going to uh, talk about the event a little bit more again for people that, um, you know, not, might not be familiar with it and, you know, what you've done in the past before we talk about how it's going well, to go this year? I mean, typically the way it was run, it was a one day event. Sometimes we had um, a, an event before the conference, the evening before, a sort of get together for people. Uh, and there was always a reception following the event. And then the conference format was was fairly standard where you would have several different tracks and mm -hmm. people could choose which track they wanted to follow. Um, and then that, of course, was, was bookended with keynote speeches. Um, mm -hmm. We have a very good involvement across the three areas of private, public, and the NGO sector, the nonprofit sector. And so, yeah. and lots of what I always enjoyed about the conference was the breakouts. We would have a good uh, 30 minutes break between um, different segments so people could network because that's yeah. where a lot of the, the, the learning takes. The magic out. happens. <laughs> yeah, because when you have all those decision makers in the same room, you know, hearing kind of the same message in different ways to approach things, as I say, in more of an economically sustainable way for the businesses too. It, you know, they were some really invaluable uh, connections uh, that were made at the conference. Um, I'm, I'm assuming um, there's going to be ways that people can like find each other um, that are participating virtually or do you know how you're 
Yes, they've got, that. well, they've got all sorts of new things. And I, I will <laughs> confess that I haven't even got completely uh, on top of all of those myself, understanding yeah. that they're going to have ways for people to be able to connect. And what I'm so excited about with the virtual format is that it opens us up to be more than just Seattle. I mean, we had already done a lot this with this particular conference to bring in more of a, um, the rural voices into mm. the program than we've had before. But this now sort of opens us up really for the region and we can go, anyone can listen in. It doesn't, it isn't limited to the people who can physically attend the conference. Yeah. And that's, I think, kind of a, um, one of the better unforeseen consequences of all of this is um, a lot of these, um, even the, like the millionaire club fundraiser and things like that were the charities where, you know, you'd have to yeah, it was expensive to put those uh, fundraising events on, and then they're like 150, you know, dollars just to go, and then to donate on top of it. And once it went virtual, their cost for putting on the event went way down, and they actually raised, you know, more money went directly to the cause. Yes. Well, I'm I'm expecting, you know, expanded participation. Yeah. And the other good thing is that people will be able to really, if they want to, dive into all the content because everything's going to be recorded. So yeah. post-event, they'll be able to catch up on sessions that they missed. Yeah. And um, just we'll repeat it again at the end of the show, but uh, if you want to give the dates and the contact in and the ways that people can yes. you know, register. Yes. So it's the mornings of September the 8th and the 9th. And the whole program and registration and everything, uh, the website is seattle.gogreenconference.net. Yeah, and I bet if you just Googled Go Green. Yes, well, actually, it's funny. There too. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, actually, though, Martha. If you, if you Google Go Green, the first thing that pops up in my search engine is an air conditioning business. <laughs> it's a couple of ones below that, and, and you can find it. It's Seattle 2020. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that sounds great. Well, we'll be right back with much more from Sarah about the Go Green Conference, along with um, I'd like to discuss the coronavirus effect on, on overall awareness and attention to our environment as well. So please stay tuned. Imagine a trip to the dentist where you receive exemplary care in a spirit of loving kindness. That is exactly what you will experience when you visit Pike Place Dental and the holistic dental practice of Dr. Kent Vignier. You can find out more about Dr. Vignier's practice. Just go to www.naturalchoice.net and keyword search Pike Place Dental. Be sure to mention Natural Choice and get a $100 gift certificate towards any dental services. Pike Place Dental, the natural way to walk away with a brand new smile. What is the easiest way to say you care? Care about our planet, our health, our community, and our future. Support sustainability by supporting our business partners. Let them know that you appreciate their commitment to building a healthy place, both physically and emotionally, for generations to come. Say you found them on the Natural Choice Directory or heard them on the Natural Choice Network radio program. Dr. Sadhi and Dr. Rucker have over 25 years of experience treating small companion animals. They offer naturopathic animal care along with traditional veterinary services at their two clinics. Their wellness and rehab center in Bellevue is the only facility in Washington with underwater treadmill, warm water pool, and spa. They also have an animal hospital in Linwood. Dr. Sadhi and Dr. Rucker have special offers for Natural Choice Directory supporters. Call 425-455-89. 
or go to naturalchoice.net keyword search Sodhi. That's S-O-D-H-I. Seattle Naturopathy and Acupuncture Center combines naturopathic medicine, acupuncture, Chinese herbal medicine, and massage therapy to help address the healthcare needs of your whole family naturally. The clinic specializes in women's health, pediatrics, fertility issues, nutrition counseling, and musculoskeletal issues. You can reach Seattle Naturopathy and Acupuncture Center at 206-328-7929 or keyword search Seattle Naturopathy on naturalchoice.net. Broaden your horizons. You'll be amazed at all the topics we cover on Alternative Talk 1150. This is Larry Lasur with Weiserg, and you're listening to Natural Choice Network on Alternative Talk 1150. Hi, I'm back with Sarah Severn to talk about what to expect at this year's annual Go Green Conference. Uh, it's the 10th year, and this year it will be virtual. And we're also going to talk about how the pandemic has affected our environment and new opportunities as well. So it seems this pandemic not only caused um, environmental damages in the short term, I mean, with all the extra antibacterial soap, the throwaway, you know, the one-use gloves and masks and all the stuff, but I think it's also brought new interest and awareness to, um, you know, some of the overall like air pollution and there could be some really positive effects that evolve from people like finally seeing the stars for the first time and that sort of thing. So um, I think that could really help set the stage for more long-term environmental solutions. What's your thought on the pandemic uh, effect on, on the environment and, you know, where we could go from here? Well, I, there's been a number of sort of interesting developments. And I, obviously most of what I'm going to say is, is my own personal belief. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's good and bad news on this. The first thing that I yeah. think is actually a piece of good news, even if it's had the, these consequences, is that yeah. more people are now aware of the interconnectedness of humans, animals, and ecosystems. Yeah. You know, all these incursions into natural areas for logging, for mining, for agriculture, it brings us closer to that interface, and that's where these diseases show up. Mm. Um, and cross populations, you know, from mm. animal species to ourselves. And so that's why we get these pandemics. So people are going, oh, I get it. I see the human impact. Mm -hmm. So although the, the, we, the result is obviously pandemics like this, and we've had others in the past, although not as widespread, I think that has raised awareness. So that's, that's one of the things I've noticed. Um, the downside of, of, of this that I'm seeing is I was looking at things like conservation efforts. And the IUCN, that's the International Union for the Conservation of Nature, says that a lot of protected areas are under increased pressure at the moment oh. from illegal logging, from poaching, oh. particularly in a lot of, of countries, you know, places like Africa, South America, where as livelihoods are lost because of the pandemic or drop in ecotourism, then the pressures are on for yeah. people to find a way to make ends meet, you know. And a lot of these ranger job, uh, jobs in these ecotourism areas oh. have been lost uh, yeah. because there's no demand. So, you know, all the knock-on effects of that. So that's on the downside. And we've seen... Um, particularly in places like Brazil where environmental 
regulations that existed are being overlooked mm, yeah well that... totally ignored in the case of brazil perhaps where yeah where you know we're getting the amazon is now um the latest report i saw from greenpeace is they say the burning is going to be it's a lot worse than, oh, dear. than last year however yeah. So let's switch to a positive note. <laughs> okay. I can't leave your listeners thinking about all the downsides and the doom and gloom. We have enough of that at the moment. Exactly. The positive side, I think, is that we saw immediately with the lockdown and manufacturing slowdowns what clean air looks like. Yep. You know, we, we just saw it everywhere, even in places which have traditionally always thought of themselves as having clean air. And so what that does is it puts the possibility out of what a fossil free future looks like. Mm -hmm. So as we shift away from fuels that create these particulates, and as we get more careful about building resiliency for our forests and, and reduce wildfires as we address climate change, then um, we can only see benefits from that. And they're saying a lot of people of um, the organization I work with, the Low Carbon Prosperity Institute, um, and the Washington Business Alliance, which is is a title sponsor this year for Go Green, has set, has just done a study looking at the health benefits of um, moving to a low carbon future, and we've we've seen that quite dramatically with with COVID. Whether it'll last or not, I don't know, but at least it gives us that glimpse. Yeah, well, and, and something that I noticed, and that you know, would be nice. Um, kind of a kind of a, con, a more positive consequence of all of this is how many more people are working at home i mean we have all these technologies and so if somebody wants to they can see that wow everyone's been still getting their work done they're not going to into an office they're not you know you know doing the carbon footprint because uh, most businesses it's like it's most of the uh um the consumption anyway and if they don't have to have these large offices Yes. And, yeah. And then also um, just the imbalance that's happening with, you know, high incomes and in some of the jobs where there's like six cities I heard, you know, have like almost 80% of the wealth. Um, yeah. and, and that is such a, you know, that, well, I, you know, I, I, I sold out high and went to a lower cost area. Um, but it's all, all these smaller urban areas where, as I say, have cleaner air and people will feel better and they're not spending two days, you know, two hours a day commuting and, you know, spewing out pollution. They could be in a, you know, very more beautiful, more rural place, which is better for the mind, body, soul too, and still get their work done. And yes. enough, enough owners have seen this. It's like, wow. And they can save money too. And so if it, you know, can slowly start to, offset the imbalance that's happened with everyone fleeing just to these, you know, these particular markets and um, just the the price and the income disparities and the cost of living in these places for people that aren't making those really high, you know, high salaries has been really damaging, I think, to our overall economy for the entire country. Yes, I think, I think leveling the playing field a bit more is definitely what needs to happen and i think one of the things that you, you point out you know if you can eliminate people's commute um then you take the pressure off where they have to live the reality is uh, for some of the service jobs though that still requires people to show up but but the yeah, benefits yeah. there are that with less congestion yeah 
um, they're able to get around more. And if we can improve our public transit and yeah. do more in, in that way, particularly through electrification, I mean, there are potential benefits. And I think people are finding that they they can do a lot of their work effectively from home. As you say, people, um, companies are more trusting. We've even seen here locally, um, REI just announced that it's actually going to sell the headquarters that, that it was just planning to move to in Bellevue and is thinking about keeping satellite locations because they've listened to what their employee base has said about what COVID has taught them. So yeah. I think we see a lot of changes like that. Yeah. And, and it's, it's something that I think, you know, technology was introduced so that we could do that. And suddenly it's like, well, yeah. then how come everybody has to go into an office to like prove they're on the computer? <laughs> like, yes. you know? So that would be, uh, that, that would be really nice. And as I say, that could offer a lot of things. Well, let's talk um, about uh, more about um, some of the kind of more particulars of the conference and kind of how it's going to be broken up and um, how, you know, about some of the, if you can highlight some of the speakers and that sort of thing. Okay. Well, I would, um, you know, as I said, the, the sessions really last from, um, uh, they start in the morning at, at around nine o'clock, which is a nice, sensible hour. People people can show up, you know, five minutes beforehand. They don't have to battle yeah. through traffic. So in their pajamas. <laughs> in their pajamas, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> or at least with their top half dress, maybe, if they're. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of it is, is going to be um, very simple. And it, we have um, programmed it through to end at around 12.30 um, or so. And the same, it's the same for both days, although we're putting in an extra session on day two, I believe. Um, so that might take it a little beyond, beyond noon on the second day. We have a number of different tracks. We've got a, a big emphasis on reducing what we call embodied carbon um, in buildings. There are a lot of sessions on that. Cool. There's um, a big emphasis on equity and social justice within this context, which has been something that the conference has tried really hard to do, I would yeah. say. Bigger year. now than ever, too. Yes, exactly. We have a fabulous intergenerational conversation, which I'm really excited Oh, good. Yeah. Featuring Jamie Margolin, who is the co-founder of Zero Hour and is a climate activist. And cool. Bill, Bill Wheel, who um, is a former Facebook sustainability leader and is doing a lot of work now reaching um, employees uh, working on climate change, trying to create climate activism amongst employees. So that's going to be fantastic. We have a keynote um, on the first morning from Dr. Lucas Joppa, who's the chief environmental officer at Microsoft. And they're going to be talking about the big commitments that they have made to going mm. um, net zero by 2030. And they are really, they have ramped up their ambition so much. That's good to hear. Yeah, and it's yeah. really interesting to watch the tech sector actually trying to outdo each other, the different companies. So, well, um, I know, as I say, if we have 5G and we're sending people to the moon, we shouldn't be looking at big power. I mean, you know, our, our energy and our infrastructure, you know that if they put their time and attention on that sector, that things could, yes. you know, change pretty quickly so i'm glad to hear that they're 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 trending that way yeah 
and then we've also got a new feature this year um, where we're going to have some journalists discussing coverage on climate change. Cool. And, um, so that's going to be pretty interesting. You should be interested in that one. Yeah. Um, and we have, I mean, just a big variety. We've got um, a panel that's looking at urban, rural, and sort of tribal climate strategies, which is going to be very interesting. Mm -hmm. And um, on and on. And, of course, if you go to the website, seattle.gogreenconference.net, you can see the full program there and all the speakers and uh, there'll be some case studies. It's always a lot of these panels are very, very well um, backed up by case studies from different companies yeah. and organizations. Yeah, and that's, I think, that that's so valuable in any mm -hmm. business owner, not just, you know, interested public, but it is really invaluable for business owners to attend, uh, you know, attend the conference because they're, like you say, just learning from what other people are doing. You know, they don't all have to reinvent the wheel. And there's so many wonderful opportunities for collaboration as well. Yes, it definitely the collaboration is a key thing. And particularly, you know, as we say, the peer-to-peer -peer learning. Yeah. And, you know, getting connected and having... Um, I always used to end up leaving those conferences with a bunch of business cards. Well, we'll do the same thing, but virtually. And people you have a chat room or something. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll be right back after these short messages with some closing thoughts from Sarah. So please stay tuned. Wouldn't you like to cut 40 to 60% off your heating and cooling bills? Ground Source Energy Northwest can help. Utilizing geothermal energy systems, you can save by harnessing the sun's free energy from the ground around you. You can even get up to a 30% tax credit as well. Call Ground Source Energy Northwest today to get your free no-obligation analysis. Don't forget to ask about their green energy efficient programs. Start saving now. Call 425-941-2476 or go to naturalchoice.net keyword search ground source energy. Whether you're looking for a CSA program, you pick, or growing your own veggies and fruits, Gil Scheiber has it covered. Gil's Skipley Farm offers many varieties of vegetables, apples, blueberries, and grapes. You can also engage Gil's Borealis Landscaping Service to install your very own edible garden or natural landscape. You can find Gil at 206-679-6576 or go to naturalchoice.net, keyword search Borealis. Whether you're looking for a CSA program, you pick, or growing your own veggies and fruits, Gil Scheiber has it covered. Gil's Skipley Farm offers many varieties of vegetables, apples, blueberries, and grapes. You can also engage Gil's Borealis Landscaping Service to install your very own edible garden or natural landscape. You can find Gil at 206-679-6576 or go to naturalchoice.net, keyword search Borealis. There is no crunching, cracking, or twisting at Discover Health Chiropractic in the University District. Dr. Plansich utilizes the precise and gentle NUCCA method of chiropractic. The approach focuses on the alignment of the head to the spine, allowing proper brain-body communication. Simply put, get your head on straight and all else follows. Discover balance and restore your health. Give Discover Health Chiropractic a call at 206-577-3588 or go to naturalchoice.net keyword search Discover Health. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. My name is Paula Delgades with the Little Bit Therapeutic Writing Center, 
and you're listening to the Natural Choice Network on Alternative Talk 1150. So Sarah, what would you like to leave our listeners with today? Well, this is always my overarching theme, which is I would say sustainability is the route to future economic prosperity. And that's more important than ever, given the current climate. So please join us and help us celebrate 10 years of advancing the mission of empowering attendees with the strategies, tools, and connections that will make that a reality in your organization. And the website again, and the way to register is through it's seattle.gogreenconference.net. And any attendees listening today and who are interested in registering can use a discount code WABA30. That's the Washington Business Alliance acronym. WAB30 is your discount code, and you will get a 30% discount off the cost of registration. Fantastic. Fantastic. And um, in relationship to when it wasn't virtual, um, is there quite a bit of savings doing it this way as well? Um, Or is it about the same because you still have to get all the same people together? It's about the same because, you know, you've had to, where you don't have to pay for a physical location, you've had to do a lot more. Work all year long. Yeah. Planning it and getting everybody together. Yeah. As I said, it's like, it's like a curriculum, you know, so that's that's what they're And ensuring that everybody could make the dates because we had to move the dates from April to September. So we're thrilled that we've, we've retained everyone. Yes. Oh, yeah. That. Oh, I can't. Yeah. So you guys did like three times as much work for this anyway. (laughs) The organizers certainly did. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Okay. And we will also um, be posting the details on the homepage uh, to register for the Go Green Conference this September 8th through the 9th at naturalchoice.net. And there'll also be a link there to their website and an archive of today's show and news and views. And you'll also find hundreds of other great resources and valuable information that help you make the best choices for you, your family, your community, uh, and our future. So be sure and check it out. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Sarah. It's my pleasure. Yeah. And a big thanks to our listeners for choosing to join us too. As you know, our choices create our experiences and collectively our experiences create our community. So online, on print, or on air, thank you for making the natural choice.